Wait, love. <laughs> what an intro, I love it. <laughs> so good. Congratulations, Keith. I'm Michelle Marshall. And I'm Keith Owen. And you are watching Hair Talk Live here on Facebook and um, YouTube. So welcome. And if you're listening on um, if you're listening on podcast, thanks for joining us. Uh, remember, click subscribe and like our page. And you know, episode six is all about shagging. What it still makes me how you do it. Oh dear, it still makes me I'm so immature, I just can't believe it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, shag, baby. Uh, it's, all Austin, it's all about Austin Powers, isn't it? Um, I think the main thing with it is it's something that's evolving and certainly something that's really current. So people are talking about it a lot more. So hearing or seeing longer textured looks with beachy waves is really nice that we're now going to see something that's a little bit more rock and roll that's losing that sort of done look. So we're going to be looking at different tools you know to influence the, the look we're going to get we're also going to be looking at you know, section sizes you know how can that help us out you know when's it good to use maybe thicker sections and when it's good to use maybe slightly finer sections and also you know it, it's, it's it's trying to move our clients onto something different as well the other thing as well is just to remember that we want to get as many questions from you guys as possible so it means that you can get as much out of your time spent with us over this next hour. So in the comments bar, Michelle's in charge of that end this time. She'll be uh, observing your comments coming in, but it's a really good opportunity for you to ask some questions about you know, this particular haircut, be it parts of the haircut, it might be the fringe or the bang area. It could be you know, why I'm using a razor. It could be lots of other things, but just make sure that you use the comments bar as much as you need to, because it's there to help you out. So I implore you to, to use that as much as you can. So, Keith, <laughs> where do you start with something like a shag? Dinner? You know, <laughs> but seriously, where where do you start? And and to be honest, why shag? Well, it's a good point. I mean, starting point of it is, is often we've talked about this before with regards to colour is, is consultation. So it's talking to our clients uh, a little bit about, you know, what's happening, what's emerging and where we want to take them next on their hair journey. So if we're getting a little bit bored of what our clients are having, it's often because we need to move them on. And this is quite a safe thing to move people on to. The biggest thing they're going to get is a, is a fringe. Most shags have some sort of fringe, whether it's something that's up here, sort of more practical, or it's down in your eyes, slightly impractical, but looks really sexy. Uh, or it's something that's long down here that you can sweep over to the side. So it's a it's a really good way of introducing people to a, a new look, something that's different, something that's still safe because it's still got length to it as well. But saying that, it can be lots of different lengths. It could be something that's you know all the way up here to something that's sort of you know bra strap level and longer. So there's lots of versatility with this particular look, and certainly it's a really good way of encouraging our clients on to something different. So consultation first. You know, talk about um, you know, fringes, different lengths of fringes. Then maybe look at drying. We're coming out of a lockdown. We're coming out of some time where people are going back to work and they may well be struggling with, oh, God, I used to spend ages doing my hair, but I've suddenly got to get back into that again. It's going to be really difficult. So, you know, a shag haircut in general, when you think about 
where they've come from, and we'll show you a little bit of an inspiration picture in a second, it, they're quite undone. They are a little bit more rock and roll. They're wavy or textured or curly, and they, they've got something that's a little bit more edgy. So it's a bit rawer than the, you know, the, the pretty beachy looks that we've got. It's definitely something you go, Chrissy Hines up there. So those of you that don't know Chrissy Hines, because there might be some youth out there on the way. <laughs> Uh, Chrissy Hines was a, uh, a female rock star, or well, still is actually. She's still about, isn't she, Michelle? She's yeah, still around, isn't she? still about. Well, this this picture was not that long ago. It was only taken a, a couple of years ago, maybe you know last year or the year before. So she's still rocking the rock chick look even today. And it's a it, it's a cool look. It works really well. The funny thing, Michelle and I, before we we came on, we were a little we were just running through our our, uh, our script, and we bought this picture up. And looking at this again, I imagine this haircut. For those of you who know Bon Jovi, this is exactly the same haircut that Bon Jovi's got. So she's been rocking this since sort of sixties and seventies. Mm. We're now getting to the eighties. You've got Bon Jovi that's got a, a similar sort of look to this. So. With um, you know, gender fluidity and male and female um, and having versatility within a haircut, this is certainly something you know, for clients of you know, both genders that they can go for and, and textures of hair, you know, fine and thick hair. There's definitely loads of variations that we can do. And it still looks really fresh and really current at the moment now as well. And uh, like I said, it's come back into fashion again. These sort of things drift in and drift out a little bit. They're always there if you're really cool like her and people like Blondie's another one that said something similar to this as well. Um, it's always around, but they have moments where they, they, they're more in than they're, than they're out. So certainly at the moment, Chrissy Hines is a is a massive influence on this sort of shag type haircut. So. It's quite androgynous when you look at when you look at her image. It's quite androgynous. Well, I, I think if you didn't know if it was Chrissy Hines, you would be questioning: Is it is you know who is this person? You know who are they? You know what? Not that the you know, gender thing would be something that you'd be thinking about, but it may be one of those questions that you think. Oh, it's male, female. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It's just a cool look. Yeah. Um, but that's a really, really valid point. It's, it's a really androgynous look, but it works. And like I said, it's a, it's a, it's soft and it's feminine, but it's not as well because it's a little bit edgy and a bit, it's a bit rock and roll. It's the only way I think you could describe these. Oh, types I, of things. I just, just love it. I love the the image. The whole thing. What she's wearing what she stands for, how she's, it's so powerful, this image. Yeah, so it's, it's great proof that, you know, I'm always one, thinking about client suitability in regards to clothing and hair, I'm always a little bit like, if you've got something more structured, because this is more suit, then maybe your silhouette needs to be a little bit more smoother, but this is a real juxtaposition. You're getting a, you know, the hair's looking a bit wild, a bit crazy, but she's got a really structured suit on, so it proves that that's not always the case. So. You know, it works with lots of different personas, lots of different clothes, which is which is really cool. And it can certainly be dressed up and dressed down more, so you can go bigger, you know, shoulder pads maybe. Uh, or you could slick that down. It'd be quite cool slick behind your ears and maybe the front quiffed up so you've got a, a bit of a look going on with that. But, yeah, it's really versatile. And it's not, it's not mullet, which is cool because people are scared off that. You know, they're thinking about shorter haircuts. Yeah, mullets are quite fashionable. You know, they've been talked about a bit, but 
you know, shags are a, like a longer mullety sort of thing. So it certainly takes that scare factor out of, you know, for people. So certainly, you know, it's a, it's a great haircut. We'll, we'll crack on with starting on it. And if there's any questions that come up, then just, you know, feel free to ask. Michelle, a little bit later, you might see another slide beneath there, which she'll come back to a bit later on regarding colour. But we're going to talk about a haircut. So let's get my Chrissy over. So I'll get, get this over there. Bring Chrissy in. Stage left. Come on, Chrissy. On your Hi, come. Chrissy. She's been really patient. Considering she's really rock and roll, she's been, been really patient. She's been in the green. She's been in the green room drinking. I think possibly. Yeah. So. How much used milk did you have to get? You know, get for her to bathe in. That's the question. Oh, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's very particular. She likes. She likes to use milk, does she? Um, so yeah. First of all, we. I'm going to go and talk about sectioning in a second. Um, we're going to get straight in with cutting some hair. So we're working on this side first of all. And um, all we're going to do with this is we're just going to draw a line and just split it in two. So it's quite a big section. It goes from the uh, parietal ridge right at the front here. So just above our eye. And it goes around to sort of corner back. So it goes past her ear and it comes to corner back. So if I'll just spin that around, it'll give you a little bit of a, there you go, corner back down there. So what we're going to do with her, like I said, draw a line halfway across. It's just coming towards her ear. We can drop that hair at the back out of the way and we're going to over direct so that means pull the hair towards me at the front so i'm standing in front of my lovely chrissy hines and what i'm going to do with the hair then is once i've got it in position you see all the grains of hair coming out 90 degrees if the floor was brought up to here it'd be at 90 degrees out from the head so it's going to give it a slightly harder line now, I'm using a razor, which is going to give it a soft line. So we've got, you know, our elevation isn't that high, so it's going to give it a bit more structure. So we're using elevation to control the strength of the haircut. But we're using a razor that gives you a really, really soft edge. So diagonal finger angle. We're coming in at the top, and we're going to do very short strokes. Just nice and short strokes. The reason why we're doing short strokes is short strokes will take hair off a little bit quicker. And what you'll see, we drop that down, is we get, let's bring it around this way, if you see a little bit better. There we go. She gets that sort of shaping around the face or feathering around the face, whatever you want to call it, but it's nice and soft around the face. If we wanted that a little bit softer, we could make the strokes of the razor a little bit longer. Or what we could also do is just elevate the hair up a little bit more. So elevation will soften things up. Longer strokes will soften things up. But if you want to get it stronger, just start to you could come all the way down here if you wanted to as well. So you could just bring this down here, come behind and comb through or slice through. So we've got a little slide up there in regards to the, the types of tools, well, cutting tools that we're using. So razor versus thinning scissors versus versus shears sounds like a battle doesn't it, it sounds like it should be a battle yes. of the, I, I, the blades you know, which you know which would i know i can see you using a razor for this particular look but could you use thinning scissors or shears or is that not really advisable what what would you say keith um Tools are there to, to use, and, to, and they all give you a slightly different look. 
Now, razors are always going to give you a, um, always call it almost like a sculpting look. So if you think of a sculptor, he's got a chisel and he's got a hammer, and he, he, depending on the angle of the, uh, the, the chisel, he'll get either big bits that come out or he'll get long, thin bits that come off. So depending on his angle of his, of his chisel, we'll, we'll give him a different look. So that's a similar to our blade. Depending on if our blade's like this or if it's like that, that's the equivalent of taking more out, so chiseling okay. hard. And this is the equivalent of doing slightly longer, almost like planing bits, so smoothing bits out a little bit more. So that gives us that sort of control there. Now, when you start looking at things like uh, scissors, which are cool, scissors are they're actually as mechanical as you can get with, with cutting hair because you're moving two things yeah. together. So it's a mechanical instrument you're using. So with that, you're going to get a bit more of a uh, structured look. So maybe if you've got finer hair, you know, scissors will be a more, a, a, you know, a tool that might be more advisable to use because it's going to uh, enable you to um, just give you a, a, a thicker overall look to it. Whereas you've got something that's got slightly thicker hair than coming through with a razor because you can hold the, the haircut a little bit more, works maybe a little bit better. So it's choosing the tool for the type of hair type that you want or haircut that you want and then adjusting the the tool that you're using for the hair type does that have a yeah no that makes, that makes perfect sense but you know with thinning scissors you know often people are using thinning scissors could you use them on the ends and get a similar finish to the the sort of tips of the like shattering it could that work yeah, I mean, thinning scissors, the, the, the thing with thinning scissors, they're, again, they're quite mechanical. So you get a hard line and then you get the, the cut line at the end of it. So with thinning scissors, you, you'll get like a, it's, well, it's almost like that type. You're getting this sort of up, down, up, down, up, down thing that you're getting with the razor. But because you've got another blade hitting it, it's very mechanical. So it right. puts in a hard line and then it takes the weight away. So you get the hard line. Uh, let's do it this way. It might be better. Yeah. You get the, like, the hard line and then it, it takes some bits out. Oh, let's try not to swear at you guys. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, so you've got some bits that are missing out, but you, you end up with this quite hard line there, and the, the, you've got the length here and then a hard line here. With a razor, what you get with that is a really soft, gradual line from one to the other, wow. so it's a lot softer. So you get so, a more scoopy effect rather than a, a stop and a start. So more of a transition between the lengths. Yeah, I mean, you can do that with your scissors. I mean, if you think about your scissors, a lot of people use scissors and they'll, they'll slice through. So I'll either keep both blades pretty still and you know use a slicing technique or a um, contouring technique, whatever you want to call it, chippy choppy chunky funky technique. <laughs> where you're, you're pushing the hair in between the blades, but again, that's similar to a razor because you're you're using pressure and you're using the blade sharpness to take the hair out. You can start doing that a little bit, which you know then you're 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 cutting very slightly. So it gives you a little bit more control. So you'll get a bit more control. But with that becomes a little bit more rigidity to it. It becomes a bit more solid. With a razor, it's a lot more fluid. So there's a bit more softness to it. It's more ethereal. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a softer look you get with it. Does that is that for no. you, Michelle? Does that make you say because the, perfect? It's one of the things trying to just. Try to go, guys, in the comments box, if, you, if you're sort of not understanding that, then obviously just stick something down in the comments box. But we just want to make sure that you're, you know, razors are a, a really cool tool if you want to get a particular look. 
and they do have their place certainly within your you know, arsenal of equipment that you've got it's something that you know once you get the confidence of using you can really sort of make the most of you can you can do a lot with and it just adds another element to your work that you just won't get if you're if you're using your scissors so we're going to do exactly the same thing on the other side so remember we split this in two just behind the ear yeah. we let that area just drop out and then we're going to bring the hair forward in over direction all that hair again imagine the, the floor was built up to hear the grains of hair all coming out at 90 from the head or 90 from the room as well and we're just going to look for a visual guide on the other side so we're going to pick up from our other side and we're going to look from above to see where the lengths so they meet obviously we want to have some sort of balance on one side to the other so we're going to just double check that and then we're going to just come through nice short strokes and we're just you can see i'm just rolling my fingers slightly as i come through yeah, it's just down there yeah so when you start praying to the hair gods you're like <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that's all right let me just i just gotta come down here a brief second to put that off there um, while you're doing that, Keith, Claire has said perfect explanation, Keith. It really made sense to her about the, the different differentiating between the tools and the effect that you're going to get. Oh, good. That's good to hear because I think, you know, it's one of those things, trying to explain it. Yeah, I just think it's a hard thing to explain. And you know, the only thing I can use is, or think of is a sculptor. And this is the tool that gives you that sculpting ability. So, yeah, it works really, really well. Uh, so, again, we're going to just check the length through the front. Well, <laughs> it's more luck than judgment. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, yeah, the balance is not too bad on here. Uh, yeah. So what I did, this just just so you guys get an idea of. So I was looking from above. So I was looking this way. So I pulled up this side, pulled it out. I grabbed this side and then from above I looked at where the side I hadn't cut was coming to and then just visually cut it. The nice thing about it is if it's not bang on, it doesn't really matter. That's the cool thing about using a razor. It's a little bit more, it, it's supposed to look a little bit not done. So if you have some bits that aren't quite structured, and this is here's the thing, if you're somebody that's really likes everything to meet up and join, using a razor is really going to change. <laughs> you're going to be thinking, oh, my God, this is really difficult. But it, it, it it's trying to adapt to what it is you're doing so that you get a different look. And it, start, it always starts with you as a stylist. Um, you might notice as well I'm using this as I'm going through and doing my haircut. And uh, One United is a really cool product. It does thousands of things. Uh, but the main thing it does for me whilst I'm using a razor is it get, makes it the hair slide a little bit easier so that when I'm using the razor, I can you know go through the hair quite easily. It's not weighing it down too much. Uh, and if anything, what it'll do is it'll help out with the finished results. So I'll have something that isn't quite as fluffy because razors can have the tendency to make hair go a little bit fluffy. But that's the sort of look we want in at the end of it. When you think about Chrissy Hines, look, it is something that's quite uh, fluffy and textured. 
and it's not too done, which is really where we want to be with hair at the moment. And it's almost um, looking at how it's, you're cutting and, and the way the shape is evolving, there's almost more movement as soon as you start to loosen it up with the razor. Yeah, because you're getting those shorter pieces and longer pieces through it, the, the short sort of pushes on the long pieces and it makes it flip up like that more. So where you've got the razor going from short to long when you're doing your strokes, you'll find that it's pushing all the time. So it's encouraging it to do this, which is what we want it to do. We want it to have that sort of textured, choppy look, and it's all encouraging that to do. Whereas what you'd probably find, again, this is the reason why it's quite quick. If you're in the salon, what you're probably going to do, hey, Jason. <laughs> You say, great work, uh, guys. Thanks for doing this. The razor has a real part in our craft and is really underused. Thank you, Jason, for that question for, well, the statement for Keith, because, um, yes, yeah, certainly is a great tool. And, and watching Keith uh, go through the breakdown of how to use it is certainly going to help lots of people. So thank you, Jason. Uh, good, good comment. It's only because I paid Jason as well. Gave him some money. For that. <laughs> he's, he's a local lad, so he's, he's a good he's a good lad. He can buy me a drink. I'll buy him a drink next time. Um, <laughs> so I've not talked about sectioning. I am going to come back to products with sectioning. Uh, so before I go on and start breaking this down anymore, so we've got both sides here that we sectioned off. Then we've got our fringe area. Let's bring that off so you've got fringe area through here. We've then got crown area, and we've also got a back area. Now, sectioning is it can be something that's a little bit, you know, you get people doing four billion thousand sections, which is cool, that's all right. But the main reason you're doing it is to, to plan out where you're going. And it just makes it a little bit easier from a from a cutting perspective. So often you'll find the section is is the longest part. So you'll you'll spend all this time sectioning. And then the actual cutting can be done in like five minutes. But it's the sectioning that takes the longest part. And it's really because you're just planning out what it is you're doing. And, and I wanted to have a fringe area. So that's why we've got a fringe area. I want to take the crown down a bit shorter. That's why I've sectioned out the crown a bit more. And I wanted the sides to have some shape. So that's why I've got those sectioned out. And the back, I want to have sort of quite loose and quite shaggy. So uh, again, I'm just putting it down into little, little areas. So I don't have to try and do the whole thing in one go so let's it, bring it around way i know people are probably thinking this and for those of you that you know are um is there a particular reason why you've got like a triangle on the crown area is you go is there yeah, a good point reason yeah. for that does it need to be a triangle or is that like intricate you know part of the the section it's just it's just Ponzi hairdressing thing. I thought we need to have triangles in it. That's the only reason I did that. Now I've got to think of a reason why. No. Um, section sizes. So if I if I wanted to take some more hair out through the back at the bottom where it's set its thickest, I could make this section a little bit wider. So that would take out more hair out down this area. Okay. But I don't want to take quite as much out. I want to have some weight sort of through here. I don't want to get, take too much out for this middle bit. So that's why we've come down to a narrower point. But yeah, you can make this a bit wider either side if you wanted to, so you had more of a rectangle shape. And then you'd get a, a wider width of hair that was gonna be cut. Mm. So, you know, that can play part. But also with, you know, I know you're gonna talk about color a little bit later on, but that's certainly something that, you know, section in can, can be a real 
challenge you know what do i do where do i go with it so before i get to this back bit i'm going to tell you where i'm going to get this guide from so this section here was brought all the way to the front and connected on this front here so this piece at the back of this section here is going to become our guide for the backs and you'll see that a bit more when i bring chrissy back around this way here's our section here let's bring this all up Oh, yeah, I can There's see There's a section there. I'll bring it down a little bit. She says she's going to get friendly now. <laughs> there she is. So here's our guide there. So what we want to do is, because the challenge with this is we can't do it over the top of the fingers. We're going to have to come underneath it. So what we need to do is to let this bit drop out, and then we've got to use our mind's eye. So I'm going to just – okay, we're looking at there. So I need to come in the razor there. Nice short strokes. And what I'm doing as well as I'm going along, just flipping the, the, the blade over, because as you go along, the, the great thing about these particular, again, just check again. The great thing about these ones that are two-sided is you've got double the amount of razor to use. And by that, I mean that as it starts to get blunter, you can flip it over to the other side. And certainly with um, mannequins, what you'll find is, is that, because they have a mixture of hair in them, some of, of human hair, some of human hair and a mixture of uh, synthetic hair, what you can sometimes find is, is that it does tend to blunt things down a little bit more. So we'll have a little look on that side. Elevate the hair up to that guide so we can just make sure we're on our way. We've got the bit that we've cut, you can just see dropping out here. And there we go, we're all right, we're, all, we're ahead. We're doing all right. Now, one big section that was done. Let's bring her up so you can see. Oh, that, um, Jason said, I know the end result will be great. Catch you guys later. Thanks, Jason, for tuning in and watching. Really appreciate it. Don't forget now, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Just thought I'd do a no. little bit <laughs> No, definitely. I think we need to, you know, yeah, definitely go over and subscribe. And then you'll get all these uh, you know, little pings and things telling you when we're on again. So I do what this is too long. For me, it's too long. So I want to I want to come up pretty much. You can see as it comes down, I'm looking around here. I think will be a nice link to. So again, when you're on something like YouTube, it's a bit like using your mirror back in the salon. So you need to get a different perspective of how your client's looking. So by turning them around in the chair or by turning them around on something like this, I can start to work through and work out where I want to take some hair away. So just going to go a little bit reverse, reverse styly. Just there we go. Just with a pinching. I'm and just using the looking at where you're you're scooping that, and I know you were visually sort of putting a line there. It's almost like the end of a, the bend of the wave. Is that correct? Yeah, so what you can do is where you see it start to flick, to encourage it to flick a bit more, you want to start a little bit above it. So you put a little bit of pressure in at the start. So let's come to, let's bring it around this way so you can see the back a little bit better. Okay, so see this bit uh, here? It goes yeah. in and then flicks out. So what I'm going to do is going to grab it, just pinch it and grab it. 
I'm going to start here, very, very light strokes. And then as I start to come to the bottom, my strokes are going to come a little bit shorter so I can take that length away. And what that will do is it will just start to encourage that to, to flick up a little bit more. And again, as it's drying off, you want to just encourage the hair just to see where it's going to sit once it's, once it's finished. So again, this is a little bit too long here. Where is it? Let's go reverse. Okay, pick the hair up. Look for that. You can, you can relax it off a little bit. So once you put the tension on, just drop the tension off, and you can see it starts to bend in a little bit here. So you can come up a little bit, come through. Can you see that all right, Michelle? Do I need to bring it up yeah, a little bit? Yeah, no, you, 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 you're cool. It's just about the right length. Anything lower, and it would have been, but you can just see that. So again, spinning around. Imagine your chair's going to be, uh, sorry, your mirror's going to be over here. It Move truly the hair is around. a sculpture, though. It is. It's purely, you know, using a razor, so it gives you a real sort of freedom to sort of pick up, look at areas, and just, you know, work the areas that you, you feel need doing. I said, you, you don't get a, a sculptor doesn't sort of steam into a, uh, a sculpture and, and, you know, it's gradually taking bits off here and there. It's probably not until the last few bits of uh, chiseling away that you actually see the, the finished result, which I think is, you know, often the thing we've raised. You've got the confidence to sort of see it through. So, again, let's just come in here. And um, watching you doing that, is there, a, you know, I know we talk, you talked about the, the product recommendation that you would go with would be the One United, but is there a no-no for cutting razor in dry or wet is there is oh. there like a you know should you not back on the hair it, it sounds better when it's wet because you don't need a <laughs> bit so from a sound perspective and also from a client's perspective if i've had a bad experience before using a razor then um yeah working with wet hair yeah it 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 purely from an aesthetical thing as in a sound perspective you don't hear it so it, it sounds it sounds less um like oh my god it feels like it's you're damaging my hair it's not as long as the hair is um the, the angle of the blade is i can't remember what the exact precise angle is it's something like 23 to 33 percent i can't remember on the angle it it still keeps the integrity of the hair shaft right. so there's definitely an angle that you can get the hair out or the or the blade out, i should say that would keep the integrity to the to the actual hair type so that's fine whether it's wet or dry and you know dry hair it tends to you've got to think you're using pressure on a on a on a razor so if you want to take bits out quite quickly then on dry hair this works quite well because you're not getting any stretch with it so as soon as you put the razor to it what it'll do is it'll just it'll just take that hair away whereas if you've got the stretch on it you've got to push a little bit harder so it's a little bit more of a fail safe so if you're not confident then using you know, a razor on slightly wetter hair will work quite well. If, however, you're getting a bit more confident, you, you know, use it, then you can use it on dry. But just bear in mind, as soon as you start touching it, you know, with a razor, it's going to start, um, it's going to start miss, you know, it's going to start disappearing quite quickly. And I've certainly made that mistake. Um, yeah, right at the front on somebody's hair. Actually, I was I was using a razor, and. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, I just took a bloody great big chunk out in front. <laughs> uh, it, it was dry hair. Uh, stupid thing. It, like, it, it was a brand new razor. So here's the other thing. If you're using a brand new razor, give it a couple of strokes on like, over a mannequin head or something else first before you go straight in on somebody's head because they're so flipping sharp. Uh, and I went on this particular bit and, I, I, yeah, I ended up, I was a little bit too much pressure. It was on dry hair and it just took out a stump probably. It was stupidly short. I, I really did muck up. Didn't even go one. with like a, a a micro fringe or something. No, no, because it was it was behind the fringe area, so it wasn't <laughs> even like in fringe territory. So I, I'd really cocked up. So again, learn from my mistakes. If you're going to use a razor, I think, like I said, they're great to use, but just ensure that you're using them on. Um, you know, you've got the confidence to use them, and just give them. You know, just dull the blade slightly so that you you've got a. Um, it's lost some of the intensity of the sharpness, I suppose. So bangs and fringes. Bangs. You know, us, um, us in the UK, uh, all for the fringe, but, you know, there's a, there's a whole new take on this, hey? Well, there is, and it's a really good point because, you know, clients come in and, you know, they, they, they watch media, they, you know, get media from you know looking on their phone and you know a lot of it's coming over from the states so it's certainly something that you know it's in a very american term however i know from a corporate level what they're trying to do with it is to is to actually <laughs> use the term fringe because they're finding if you're walking past a seminar especially if you're doing shags and you're talking about shagging and banging it doesn't sound so good from a <laughs> from that perspective <laughs> And I think uh, it's only, you, you know, it is only the UK. However, it still can cause mayhem. <laughs> yeah, it can do. And, you know, the, the challenge with that is, is that, you know, people do get offended now. You know, it doesn't matter what you say. There's a lot, you know, I'm offended by what you've said. Um, yeah, it, it, it can, you know, it could cause offence. I mean, most of us like to have a bit of a giggle about it. You know, we, we don't mind having a bit of a laugh about it. But, yeah, it's, it's a bang. And bangs come in different levels. You like I said earlier on, you've either got you know you very very practical ones that are all the way up here, which can work really well, and but then you've got the hassle of you know growing it out or getting in your eyes too quickly. You've then got the ones that are a little bit longer, which are really impractical but look really sexy, or you've got the ones that are even longer than that where they tuck it behind their ears most of the time. It's not really worth having a fringe. So you know you've, you've got a big area. You know the ones I mean though. You get the, Oh, come here, and then oh, the first thing I do is tuck it behind the ears of swines. Uh, so, yeah, you've got a big area that you can work in, um, but most yeah. shags have some sort of fringe. I've done Claire's done the same with yeah. fresh blood. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't it? You're like, oh my God. Um, so, we're going to do this fringe area. We're going to look at doing it in a, in a big chunk. Um, and I'm just going to talk you through what I'm going to do now. The section that we cut through the sides is quite short. It's sitting up by her cheekbones. This fringe I'm going to do so it's hitting sort of a lip. So this is this fringe section is actually going to be longer than the bit underneath. So what will happen if I bring this round to the side like that, you'll see. And this hair, again, has got to travel from the same distance as this piece of hair. So it started from corner back. This came to the front. This hair and this section, which is part of the fringe, comes from corner back as well to the front. But it's going a little bit further. So this top bit is going to be longer than underneath. 
okay? Because it's gonna be longer than underneath, it's gonna be disconnected. So we're gonna have some long bits and some short bits. But the great thing about that with this type of shaggy look is we want it to look a bit short and long. So it works really well. The other thing you need to do when you're doing something like this is you need to ensure that you tell your client that's what you've done. Otherwise, it'll go home, have a little look in the mirror, uh, suddenly become Vidal Sassoon and put their hands in there and go, well, this bit's short and this bit's long. You've done a rubbish haircut, <laughs> possibly. Well, uh, so, we've all been there when um, uh, we've had our haircuts checked. And... Oh, yeah, the old haircut checking, but yeah. Oh, I don't like that bit. It's always nerve-wracking, wasn't it? Um, so what I want to do is similar to what we said earlier on. I'm going to start higher up than my finish line. So I'm going to start working here. And as they get closer to my fingers, the strokes are going to come shorter. So that I start to take more length away. So let's go in. It's one big section. So because it's a big section, it's going to be really raggedy and jaggedy. And it possibly might take me a little while, not a lot, to get through. There we go. And we're doing a horizontal line so you'll find because this hair around the hairline is a little bit closer to the front and the hair around the back what it'll end up doing is it will give us a curved effect so we'll get something that's going to be quite like that by the end of it mm. we're also not elevating it a lot as well so when you look at the elevation it's quite low so it means it's going to look a little bit harder and a little bit more solid although we're using a razor it's still going to encourage it to look more solid and uh, so go okay, shorter strokes can you guys can you see it let's come around that yeah, way so you yeah, guys can yeah, see you're doing yeah, really well, so like that just come any through. comments on the on cutting of the fringe any other questions you know please don't be afraid to pop them in the comments whether it's uh, live now with us or on replay because keith will be answering any of your questions especially to do with the fringe section, because we get asked lots, you know, from lots of people about, um, you know, creating a, a, a fringe that isn't sort of a traditional looking fringe. Yeah. And also, if you want to get it, just because I'm doing it here, if we do exactly the same thing, so let's bring it around this way. If I was to do exactly the same thing all the way up here, it'd be shorter in the middle and longer on the outside edges. So when she was, you know, when this fringe was dried, you'd find she'd get a bit of a, a curve going with it, which they're really quite hard to cut. When you try and do it freehand, it's quite difficult to actually do. So if you think about it on a technical perspective, horizontal line, make sure your fringe is quite wide. It means that you'll start to get more of a curve. If your fringe isn't wide enough, what you'll get is you'll get a tiny little bit of a, a bend in the middle, but hardly anything. It'll look straight. So your fringe needs to, you need to have enough material in your fringe as in hair in your fringe to be able to encourage you to get that type of look to it and is that because when it's brushed into natural fall it sits over the top of the the rest yeah so when you look it's a really good point when you look at this this has gone past this hair here doesn't fall here it falls towards the back but knowing that i know that this front bit when you'll see when this comes when we when we dry this off or we we cut this bit is that you'll find that the fringe area at the front will be you know it's, it's quite long but it'll have this curve so let's do that whilst we're, we're talking about it now here's our fringe here and if i just comb that down it really you'll see it goes it really drops off down mm. here now it doesn't have to be something that's down here it could be all the way sitting up here but what you've got prepared to see 
is that you're going to start to see a harder line around this back bit okay yeah. the reason why it's there is because we haven't elevated it up a lot we've kept it all quite low so the elevation is is low so it's going to be harder and it doesn't live at the front it lives at the back so if you've elevated this hair up more here and this isn't elevated up as much you're going to end up with something that looks slightly harder through this area Ooh. don't make yeah, no, makes perfect sense. Thank Make you. it sense. Good, as long as it's making sense. We're with you. We're with you. So let's have a little look at it from the front. Oh, look at her. She's proper rocking it out. Again, just move the hair around. Often, you know, hairdressers, they, they do one or two things. They're either doing this because they don't know what they're doing, they're trying to think, oh, shit, where do I go? What have I done? It's a real panic on. Or you're doing it just to, to see what the texture's doing. Normally, the giveaway, if they don't know what they're doing, is that their head's gone like this. <laughs> and then you're behind there going, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to get out of this. You've all been there. <laughs> you know, you hide behind the head. You're like, <laughs> If you don't make eye contact, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's not happening. It's definitely not happened. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that's our... Fringe area done. Let's have a little look around here. Do you need a little bit? No, no, that she's cool. Maybe a little bit there. I'm just doing a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah, she's drying off really well. The texture on this is coming up yeah. beautiful. It's all natural as well. So, you know, we're not we're not curling this, not done anything with it at all. So the last bit we've got to do is the crown. Now, this is something that we can we can have some real fun with if we want to. I think I'll probably go down fairly short so we can puff it, puff it up a little bit. It's going to be completely disconnected from the rest of it. So we're just going to pick a length that we're happy with and, and go with it. And again, you know, the shorter this starts to go, the more height you're going to get with it. Um, but what you'll also find after a period of time is it'll start to collapse and go quite flat. So it's really ensuring that, you know, the length that you decide to go to, it's, it's either short enough that it's going to last a long time or it's long enough that it doesn't do that thing where it looks like they've been hit in the back of the head with a with a spade, you know, and it's really flat around there. Um, so I would again, I'm gonna I'm gonna twist this. I'm gonna have a little look where it's sort of, it, it, the curl's looking quite good to about here. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna end up going through my razor at this point here as it starts coming further up, it starts to lose it a little bit up here, but it's also got enough length to see that curl coming so it's not going to cut the curl away if that makes sense you don't want to when you're blousing down you're sort of twisting and pushing and letting it sort of almost like bellow over the rest is that to see the curl or to see where it's laying over the crown it's just because i saw another hairdresser doing it i thought it looked really cool <laughs> now you hit the nail on the head it, it, it's really just to see where that curl pattern's going I, if, if I do that and come in with it, I, I'm not, you know, if I come in really low down here, if I let that relax off, I'm only getting like half a curl in that, not even a full curl. So it means when it's dry, it, it, it may not be curly there. It might go fairly straight. So by lifting it up a little bit higher and then just relaxing it down a bit more, I could see that, okay, it curls around there and it starts to go again. So anywhere around here, I'm going to get, I'm still going to leave some curl in the hair. Yeah. So let's have a little chomp okay. there. So we're looking at, you know, a good, you know, two, three inches 
off there. So that's I can get some tension on now. I know where I'm going to. I'm going to work from both sides. I'm going to do from where I'm standing at the back of this hair first. So let's bring it around so you can see a little bit more. Come on, Lee. Come on, ranch way. That's good. So yeah, you can see I'm just doing a little bit of this side. And it's and just to make sure they get an even even cut. If I keep going this side, what will happen is it'll get longer. It'll be longer towards the back. Okay, which is okay if I want to do that. But what I want to do is keep this whole area sort of shortish. So if I do a bit of the front and then a little bit at the back, it means then that all this hair is going to be kept in one place rather than starting at the front and pushing backwards. It will just gradually start to get longer sort of over this way. So from the front, let's come up that way so you guys can see from the back. And you just keep going until Ta -da. That bit off. listening there was quite a large chunk of hair that came off <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way 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 let's bring her up so we can see there we go yeah you can really see that beautiful. now beautiful yeah and the nice thing about it is because we looked we assessed the hair before we started to cut it we can see that that curl although it's quite a lot shorter than the rest of it, it can still come into the haircut. So it's not been cut so short that like it's, it, the, the, the texture's been cut away from it. Then there's two ways of doing this. You could spend, so I've, I've worked somewhere before where somebody uh, finger dried and they literally just used the heat of their fingers to dry the the hair off so they just you know from the client's perspective it's probably really nice because they had like you know the haircut was like half an hour and then they had sort of 20 minutes of almost like a massage type thing just to dry the hair within the fingers yeah you know, clients might not want to spend a lot of time doing that so you know a diffuser works really well there's a couple of products you can use uh cream based products work well i'm going to use uh, some aerate so we're looking at a yeah, yeah, fingernail sort of size of that much then really keith you're using no i don't need a lot remember i've been putting in some uh, pillow proof not pillow proof i've been putting in one united so it's already got some stuff in it so a little bit of water just to to enable the hair to be able to um uh, the product to, to work through the hair we don't need to put much more onto it so just a tiny bit of water a tiny bit of um, air rate through and again we're just right into there work it all the way through you know from a client's perspective you just say to them right all you need to do now is just keep it in place and just let it dry off on its own it's really built yeah. the width up and the crown height it's really sort of transformed the sort of the the whole silhouette of her hair yeah, I mean, it, it's a, you know, she's got height, she's got texture, she's got a shaggy look going on with it, you know, it looks it looks like she's had a good shag, um, and her hair is just, you know, it's just, 
It's, it's, it's pretty hairy. It's just it's allowing the hair to do what it naturally wants to do, but it's ensuring that you're using the right tool to encourage it to do that and knowing where to cut it. So remember, we're, we're looking at just before it starts to bend, we're going a little bit before that so we can hit it where it's got the curl and then take the length off just as the curl starts to curl up so we can still keep that bend in there. And that encourages us to have this um, more textured look to it. Nice. What would you do color-wise, Michelle? With, 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 I know we've... Uh, yeah, how do you how would you color a shag? How would you color a shag? Oh, let me just share. Bear with me. So we've got some. These are sort of some inspo slides. We've got a similar feel, and I'll just pop us on so you can you see. Disappear. Where are you, Michelle? Can you get yourself there. You go, so I can see you. Um, so you can see with the the three images that we've got on, they're very similar shape to the cut that the shag that Keith has um, created, but taking the face frame, think about the face frame, everybody, you know, including myself has been going for this bold color around the front, but how can we incorporate that same essence of vibrancy, but put it into a shag? So the, the one uh, with the pink in it is gone for that um, strength of color around the hairline, which would be the same placement as a, a face frame but then has left it very natural over it so you've got almost like that veil of natural color sitting over strong color almost the reverse of what maybe you would have seen before where the the power in the color is sitting on top of somebody's natural hair it's sort of that reverse so you still get in that pop you can see it really still um just brings her eyes out it just really is strong and really accentuates that fringe and then when you go to the middle image for me that's the epitome of grunge but in a more more expensive more classier way you know that would have taken several layers of color to create those nuances of tone so it's got bits of bits of toffee in there bits of chocolate bits of brown but again it adds that dimension of texture and and would you agree keith that middle one for me is the razor cut Oh yeah, completely. I mean, it's it's a full blown. Um, yeah, you you can just. I, I doubt it's been cut with anything other than a razor because it, it's just that the because you you can't get that without using a razor. That sort of really soft, bedded in, organic. You know, look, you just don't get it with with scissors. So I, I, I I'm not going to say I'm going to bet money. <laughs> Somebody will go. I cut that haircut. <laughs> And I used I use scissors the whole time. I'm not a betting person, but let's you know I'm no I'll I'll only I'll only lose. But you know that is definitely the strength. If you're looking for a visual, um, and I know Keith will post what he's already uh, created on his Instagram. But when you're looking at that, that would give you that sort of whimsical ends to it. But then the color is just sort of layers of color to build up that texture, but not in a, not, it's more of a lived in way. When you look at the, the, the blonde on the right hand side with the red lips, she's got a longer version. It's almost sort of bra strap past her boob level. For those of you who are listening, it's really long and elongated, but the color that they've placed in there is very detailed, very lived in. There's, there's not that there's not the contrast, 
because it's still showing that soft side. But rather than having light underneath the fringe, we've got natural and depth and the, the blonde or the lighter pieces, the ribbons of color are sitting through the mid lengths and ends. So very much like a teasy light. So, so we're still using the key terminology and the key cutting, I'm sorry, key coloring techniques that we're seeing very much today and very much on trend but it's adapting them to a different hairstyle and something mm. that is it's it's giving you that essence of that lived in vibe to it is there anything you'd like to add keith to to sort of um just sort of wrap up the color and the, the design together I mean, again, looking at these, the uh, focal point is the is the you know is the fringe area. We, we've all three looks of these, so just the you know the, the color placement in just in those areas. And like I said, there's a lot of face framing going on. And if you were to just to do that on natural hair, uh, you know, just some pieces through the front. If you've got a client that's maybe a little bit color shy, not really into you know, oh my god, color, I'm going to have to have a full head. This is a really cool way of uh, ensuring that. You know, an, an introduction to colour in a really pretty, really workable way, and you know, especially the picture in the middle, with, you've got different tones and stuff going on with that. You know, it's, it's quite a, it's quite an involved look, and I think you know, it's often where hairdressers might look at images and go, oh, I've only really stuck one colour on that. But when you start breaking it down and you start telling clients about what's involved with it as well, I think that's the important thing: is telling people exactly what goes on to get that look then they understand why you're charging x amount of money to achieve it rather than going oh i can stick that on myself um in that voice because you know it's the sort of thing that they you know possibly would say not so yeah they might not talk in that stupid voice i just did but but it's, you know it's it's getting them to to think about color more and, and 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 involving them in how much there is involved so yes this is only a few pieces of color here but it's what we've done with it. Yes, this has got different tones on it. So, yeah, you might go home and think, I'm going to stuff this on the hair. But this is actually, if you look in depth, this has got this, this, and this going on with it. Yeah. There's loads and, going on with it. But we know, we know if, if somebody put an all-over colour on themselves, they would just get a very solid silhouette. Mm. They wouldn't have any dimension. It would be quite mm. heavy looking. And no matter how much you raise the hair, then you're you're not going to see those pieces because it's it it really is color and design hand in hand. So you know it's and as Keith said, it's all about educating. It's educating ourselves, but also educating our our clients or our guests to know how we go about doing things. And would you agree, Keith? For me, it's all about the why. And if if I if I can help somebody understand whether they're the hairdressers or guests or clients that come to us at the salon, if people can understand the why we do what we do, then it just it just makes our lives a lot easier and also they buy into it more. Oh, completely. It's certainly you know, if you look at any of these pictures, you say, oh, you can see how it's doing that. You know, the reason why it's got that that, you know, that influence to it is because of, we've done this to it. You see why it's, this goes from lighter to darker here, and it's very subtle. That's because we've done this to it. That's why it's doing that. And as soon as the why is being given to people, then they can make a more uh, educated choice on where they want to go with their hair. And also, uh, it's, a, it's, an, it's an honest um Thing you're giving them as well you're being honest you're saying this to get that you need to do this 
Um, so it means you've got to know your stuff. That's the other thing as well. Exactly. And that's what we're here for. We're here week at 6 p.m. to help educate you to be able to help your guests and make more money. That's what we're all about is being mm. able to build your client base, whether you've got a very small client or guest base or whether you're, you know, a powerhouse, but you're just looking to up your game and, and just move one step further towards your goal rather than just staying still because myself and Keith will will tell you you know hand on heart we we've been on such a journey with where we started and where we've got to with especially with Redkin or with it with our salons and it's all about keeping moving one step further rather than staying still so that your work looks current and not you know circa to you know, 1995. <laughs> 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 but, it, but we want it to look more modern. Yeah, definitely. They're great images. Uh, yeah, so next week, we've got, uh, we've got a guest on next week, haven't we? We've got a fabulous friend of ours um, who's, well, I think we're a bit like the three musketeers when we go traveling. And certainly, uh, Michelle and Kelly Scott, who's going to be on next week, have introduced me to lots of lady lotions, especially when we were flying. So I ended up with, you know, Clinique this and um, eight-hour cream that and that type of stuff. Uh, but, you know, Kelly's a great friend of ours, and um, we've got the great opportunity of, of sharing with you her journey. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, Kelly's gone from being, for those of you who know, she's gone from being a, a Redkin platform artist um, nationally and internationally and working behind the chair in the salon that she was working at Strands for those Strands crew that that join us and now she's gone to see the other side of things uh, from a corporate point of view and moved all the way to Dubai so it'll be a really interesting we've heard her story it's a it's a great story of how how different things are culturally but also how um how her journey to where she is and you know you two could have that journey yeah i think that's the thing is i think it's a bit like everything that where you end up doing stuff for a company whether it be like you're representing them either in a show or you're representing them as in you're working for them it, it's almost a little bit mystical of how you get to these particular um, points and it's really nice when you get somebody that's been from one side and got to the other because they can tell you exactly what's involved and you know there's a lot of hard work i know that for a fact but certainly kelly will be letting us know in detail a bit more about what's going on so make sure you tune in next next monday at six o'clock like i said either on facebook or yeah. over on um youtube here talk and more click and subscribe Thank you and, for joining uh, us. We really do appreciate you being with us this evening and spending this hour. If you're watching in replay, please put your comments in the chat bar. Keith Scott got his shag there and she is looking mighty fine. She's she's actually stolen my red lips for tonight. <laughs> sporting the red lips and Keith put his powder on tonight but you know he talks about his lady lotions but he's even got Chrissy with her red lips tonight just for <laughs> you just for you just for you so uh, we'll see you next week and uh, thanks again guys it's been a yep. pleasure and an honour thanks very much